Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO Podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, even though it is Monday, because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Sometimes Mondays. All days are for podcasts. It, all yeah, days are for shows. Yeah, because you can <clears throat> listen anytime. You can. Day or night. Day and night. <laughs> <laughs> you win. It's such a great song. It's a great song. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are going to be talking about the Native American mythological creature, the Deer Woman, this evening. But before we get into that, let's have a word from us. Come your buddy down. It just gets more and more and more Jonas Brother. As I, I will become I a Jonas it. by the time this is through. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Can I at least have his money? At the very... At the I least. Take, I would take even half. I don't even... I'd take a fourth. Right. A fourth. Yeah, exactly. You could literally give me $10,000 really and I'd probably just be over the moon. that's asking too much. It's not. To be honest. It's really It not. would get me out of debt. <laughs> it would be great. 10 grand. That's all that's I need. Insane. Like... <clears throat> you guys hear that? Ten grand would get me out of debt. Bare minimum. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, so the um, as I advertised on the Instagram, if you guys are following, um, I got a great idea about uh, Bath Bomb tea bags, and um, they are in. I will have them up for sale. Bath Bomb tea bags. So it's a great idea. They're mesh bags. And people, like, I I can't remember where, I, to be quite honest, I can't remember where I got the idea from. But I saw it actually more so for, like, lavender soaps. Right. And I thought, okay, <clears throat> great. Um, the oatmeal ones, the chamomile ones, if nobody wants that in their bath or they don't want to wipe it out, I totally get it. And I'm like, you could still have the effect of the bath bomb without all of the ingredients in your tub. And you've got this cute little bag. It's adorable. So That's fucking brilliant. <coughs> honestly, cannot remember where I got the idea from. Probably TikTok. Totally can't probably. <laughs> probably. I probably did. Um, I Googled it. I looked it up. Um, I saw it for a lot of bath soaks. I thought, what a great idea for the bath bombs. So um, they are up for sale on the site. So if you've already purchased or you're thinking about purchasing, you can add one on. Um, the Christmas scents will be up next week. And Excuse me. I'm we'll so sorry. We'll have a um, Black Friday sale all the way through the holidays. Um, and then I'll be announcing more next week when the Christmas scents come out as far as like shipping for the holidays and all that stuff. Like when you need to order, um, by a specific date in December to guarantee that it'll be shipped by Christmas. Um, otherwise, uh, calm your body down on Etsy and Instagram and think that's it. Thanks again. Well, like, <laughs> Calm your body down. I'm really sorry. <coughs> My throat is not having this right now. I know. It is uh, today with the, well, just this week. And the outages have been pretty, 
<laughs> well, this whole year, period. But I mean, like, this Adam's, whole year has been a period. Can we just? Been. I I don't. I'm I'm ready for. Uh, no, I don't even want to say that. Anybody that's out there that's already like, oh, 2022 is going to be my year. Da, 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 like, I'm going to punch you. You know, I remember a time like, I'm just trying to, back I'm when just I was a hopeful to, human being. Yeah, exactly. At the I'm end of 2019, and I was like, 2019 was the best fucking year of my life. 2020 is going to be even better. Hell yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway, um, dear woman, <laughs> trample me, please. You're like, that's gonna be a oh hashtag God. trample me. Um, oh gosh. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Oh my um, God, that was really funny. Hopefully, everybody's 2021 has gotten somewhat better. I mean, in all reality, mine has gotten better. I've been doing a lot of healing this year, getting rid of a lot of toxic people. New people are coming in, good people, and it's it's nice. It's very nice to not go home and drink every night because I want to be numb. (laughs) It's nice to go home and not drink and watch a TikTok and then sob for 30 minutes because I'm like, that was an emotion that needed to go. So, you know, that's great. (laughs) I have therapy tomorrow. I don't I don't have this uh like the existential dread that I have. It's not existential now, it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit. It's just a little bit now. It's not like like it was it was it you was know, I'm I, almost there. I mean it was teetering. I mean <laughs> like, it, it was it's not to the point where I'm like, if I go to bed tonight and not wake up tomorrow, I don't care. Yeah, I was not I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm kinda like yeah, I would that's, like to wake up tomorrow. That's gotten better. <clears throat> like I you know, mind you, I never wanted to die. So I just want to put that out there. I'm, I'm I don't want to be alive I'm today. Definitely not <laughs> suicidal. But Same. there were just some days like what was that TikTok? Or you're already having a bad day, and then you get your coat caught or something like <laughs> Every day, I'm just getting closer to sticking my fork in my fucking toaster. I mean, there be some mornings. The egos would pop out, the toaster would still be plugged in, I'd be like... <sighs> no. Have you seen the bath bomb in the shape of a toaster? Wow dead that says a lot this woman was holding it on a tic tac i'll call it tic tac now this woman was holding it on a tic tac she was holding an actual size bath bomb but it was in the form and looked like a toaster it's amazing and i'm like that's actually that that makes me think about that makes me think about adam's family (laughs) i've got to watch that this week it's a thing oh my god i have to watch it this week i gotta watch it wednesday wednesday it's a thanksgiving movie it is yep so I Wednesday, do. everybody watch Adam's Family. Yes. Watch it with us. Hey, it's Thanksgiving Day. Eat me. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fucking. It's a goddamn Thanksgiving movie. It's so oh, amazing. It's so great. I love that movie. All right, my dudes. Tonight we are going to be talking about Dear Women. Yes. We are going to be using Wikipedia. Becky has found a couple articles. And I have an amazing Native American friend named Lakota who saw that we were doing an episode about this and she jumped in and she was like, so 
I did a um, a report about Dear Women back in school because I figured no one else would know about them. Um, she grew up with all this kinds of, like, with this story and got to hear about these things. And I asked her to give us a little bit if she wanted to on, you know, the stories and <clears throat> what her fa her and her family believe about Dear Women. And she did. So I'll be reading something from her as well was very kind of her to do that as well so thank you Lakota for sharing that info my show so I was completely unaware of <coughs> the dear woman or dear lady um, spirit mythology in Native American lore um, there we mentioned before Masters of War did a segment that was actually directed by John Landis of um, American Werewolf in London fame uh, called Dear Woman, and that was, it's really goofy, funny, kind of, you know, it's almost like... Campy. Very it's campy. Can, it's campy horror, but I was, that was the first time I'd ever heard of it, ever. I, I didn't know it was actually a real story to so many indigenous tribes, much like, uh, you know, and we've done our episode about La Llorona and the folklore behind that and how much that speaks to... Uh, Mexican people and it's been something that has been within their history and mythology for years I mean like kids now parents when they were kids grandparents when they were kids so much in the same way with dear woman um it's always interesting how it's a woman too who has been through like something really traumatic and then like we're always the one haunting aren't we monster that's all of a sudden you know um but it takes on the um this particular spirit or folklore to native american mythology has really taken on kind of a stronger presence more <clears throat> now um with uh i guess like later now more in like the 20th century 21st century to where the story's kind of changed a little bit um to where she's at, she's actually become like something more powerful um and this just meant a lot for me to want to do this month with it being Native American Heritage Month. I really wanted to talk about this because, like Casper was saying in regards to her friend Lakota, I don't think this is a mythology that a lot of people are aware of outside of Indigenous tribes. And we love doing stories related to that, you know, ones we've done about Wendigo and Skinwalker. Um, these are stories that we're very much interested in. We're hoping we can shine a light for Indigenous people to give um life to these stories and talk about them and i don't you know dear woman's definitely not as well known as wendigo and skinwalker those are a lot more well known now than they've ever been but um this one especially just meant a lot to me um especially now like what what she's kind of taken on for especially indigenous women um if most people don't know the rates of uh rape and sexual assault amongst uh native american women are sky high <laughs> and it's it's just awful it's a terrible thing a lot of these cases are not reported they're not even investigated they're not even tried <clears throat> um especially if they're done on reservations and if if they happen on reservations reservation police they just just nothing happens and it's really sad and it really shows that the first people of this nation are not being treated the way they should be and if it if it just helps even the slightest little bit for us to be able to bring stories like this to light um you know 
I mean, at least we've done something. And this is just a really amazing story. Uh, and that's why I'm so glad that Casper's friend is able to talk about it from her point of view, uh, being, you said she was Iroquois. Iroquois. <clears throat> she's, Iroquois. She's a mixed up Iroquois. But she's Iroquois. She's got Iroquois in her. So, um, yeah, you know. She used to, she says she loves to teach people about this kind of stuff. She said she feels like her grandma would be proud. And I'm like, of course she would. Well, like I said, they're <clears> the <throat> first people of this, they they were here. So this is, this is their country. This is, that's why I said even to be the, even to bring the slightest bit of awareness of their um, beliefs. Uh, like I said, you know, this is about horror and yeah there are horror elements to this mythology but um there's also kind of a kind of a sadness but then that sort of is sort of taken back and given strength to women so yeah. I, I kind of kind of like medusa like i kind of i kind of like how how this this character specifically has taken on a life of its own now more so late uh later years so um to women and children and to men who are respectful of women and children she is a so the dear lady is associated with fertility and love but to those who have harmed women and children she is vengeful murderous and known to lure these men to their deaths <clears throat> excuse me she appears as either a beautiful young woman with deer feet or an actual deer so deer women stories are found in multiple indigenous american cultures Often told to young children or by young adults and preteens in the community of the, I'm about to probably butcher some of these Native American names, so I am super sorry I'm if I do. probably not going to be much more. <laughs> uh, the Oseti, Sakawan. I think it's actually pronounced Ochitha. Hold on, I'm actually going to look it up. Yeah, that's I. Um, or Sioux, Sioux Indians. These are also okay. Like Sioux, Sioux much much easier. Um, hold on a second. Uh, this one is the Chippewa, which has many different names as well. Yeah, Ojibwa. <clears throat> um, the Ponca, the Omaha, the Cherokee, which I actually am part of. Um, Muskegee. Very far away, but it's there. <laughs> uh, Semin Seminole. Choctaw. Choctaw. Jawir? Uh, is that what it is? Jawir, maybe? Chi chi or I think it's pronounced I think it's chi instead of j. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, and then Osage, Pawnee, and Iroquois. Those are the only ones that have documented deer women's sightings. In the Ojibwa. Chippewa. Well, I can say Ojibwa. So Ojibwa is that what it is? It's okay. Yeah. I just said Chippewa because that's how it's I can pronounced that. Um, she had been banished through the use of chanting and tobacco. Others claim that the spells she casts can be broken if one notices her cloven hooves. Other stories and traditions describe the sighting of deer woman as a sign of personal transformation or as a warning. Deer woman is said to be fond of dancing and will sometimes join a communal dance unnoticed, leaving only when the drum beating ceases. That would be cool as fuck. Honestly, like if you're... You're, no, you're doing your own thing, and then you're like, who is that? And then you're done, and then you're like, where'd they go? <laughs> like, that would be so like, cool. what? what? Um, <clears throat> so, Dear Women show characteristics of traits of both sirens and succubi. This whole um, time, I've been thinking about sirens. Yeah, we've talked about sirens before a little bit when we've done um, episodes about mermaids. Um, 
So according to Theoa, the, the Theoa project, a siren, just in case anyone didn't know, are monstrous sea nymphs that lure men to their deaths with their songs. Um, succubi, as defined by Merriam-Webster Dictionary, are demons who take female form, um, male form would be incubi, who have sexual intercourse with men in their sleep. Constant contact with the succubus can result in failing health or death. Uh, Fiora, or the Chiloa region of Chile, causes deformation in anyone who looks upon her and will cast spells to confuse young woodsmen into sleeping with her. La Pes Patasola, literally the one-footed, is a shapeshifter from the Antioquia region of Colombia who takes the form of a beautiful woman to lure men with her cries of fear when the men who are often causing harm in one way or another to the rainforest. Okay, so very much like Mother Earth vibes, totally get that. Um, they come to her, she drops her beautiful mask and slaughters them in an effort to protect the forest. Totally down with that. I mean, I'm um, cool with that. Do your thing. Latunda, <laughs> another nature spirit from Colombia, lures people of all walks of life to them with their song and then drains them of blood. Latunda can also be a shapeshifter, but she will always have a single leg of a molanillo that she is very care careful to hide. Um, that is a wooden whisk. Um, it kind of almost looks like a coffee store stirrer to be quite honest it honestly kind of does like a really really fancy, fancy coffee though <laughs> coffee stirrer. um the brazil brazilian lara are beautiful warrior mermaids okay can i be a warrior mermaid um hello i would just like to become a lara. i'm already a mermaid but if i could be a warrior mermaid like that actually makes me love lara Croft yes. more because that's how she spells it l-a-r-a right can um, someone just thanks that'd be great so these are beautiful warrior mermaids who, uh, when found by a man, will charm him with her voice and beauty and either drown him or turn him into something like her and make him her love. Okay, so I'm, I'm... Be my lover, won't you be my lover? Or I'm going to kill you. I, I just, very so, black widow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, like we mentioned before with uh, La Llorona, uh, we did a whole episode about her. Um, while these spirits will lure away and hurt others, they also have various physical oddities. Uh, Dear Woman has hooves. Sirens are birds from the chest down. Succubi were originally portrayed as hideous and demonic. Um, La Patistola has no right leg from the pelvis down, and her right breast is fused to her arm. She looks and sounds terrifying. Um, you know, I like think your brain, that, I think your boob and your arm needs to be separated. I don't think they should go together. I don't. I think you should probably get surgery just to maybe separate that. Because could you imagine sound trying to move your arm and you I can't? cannot imagine my tit being on my arm. That would just be that would get awkward in so many. I'd be situations. like, hug me. Like your arm's just like I can't. Sometimes I'm like squeeze my arm to squeeze your tit. Like that would be horrible. Like, do you have a nipple or is it is it where is it attached? Is it the nipple? Know, is it the have, side boob? Like, I, have so I need, many, I have questions. I have so many questions. I need, like, an actual, I need, like, a description. I need to see it. Like, I would need to I actually, need to see it. like, see what this thing looks like, because I'm not, I'm not buying it. I don't, I don't know. So really quick before Becky gets into her articles, uh, there is a few things that it has been in popular culture. We did mention the episode of Masters of Horror, 
that was directed by John Landis in the first season. It is goofy, but it is actually a good kind of goofy. It's 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 well done. I thought it was really good. Um, in 2015, what is how do you pronounce that? I no. Yeah. Okay, so Anna Shinabi. Writer Elizabeth Lepense wrote Dear Woman a... So that's a group of culturally related indigenous people in the Great Lakes region of Canada. So those also include the Ojibwa, Ottawa, uh, Algonquin. Um, So it's several different... uh, They belong all to the Algonquin language family, but they're all indigenous to that particular part of Canada around the Great Lakes. So that was just a very long word of describing about six different <laughs> indigenous tribes in one particular area. That's a really but cool I think word, that started actually. to happen when um, most tribes were moved off of where their original land was. So they all had to kind of congregate into one main area. Yeah. So in 2019, Rebecca Roanhorse wrote the short story Harvest and the New Sun's original speculative fiction by People of Color Anthology, which features a seductive dear woman harvesting hearts in the name of justice. I like it. In 2020, Blackfeet author Stephen Graham Jones published The Only Good Indians, which features a vengeful dear woman. And in August of this year, the dear lady portrayed by... Kenny... Kenny... Tio Horn. Wow, I'm so sorry. I am destroying that name. Um, I'm just going to call her Jessie Horn. She goes by T.O. Yeah. Um, was featured as a character in season one, episode five, come and get your love of reservation dogs on Hulu. She is portrayed as a badass vigilante who only goes after bad men. Again, I'm here for it. One of the series creators of this show is, uh, Tayaki Watiti. So, um, it's a show actually about some, uh, indigenous kids living on a reservation. So, um, I've heard great things, haven't watched it yet, but, uh, I think that's really cool because that lets you know that, um, the history of the Dear Woman is still a lot, a big part of their, uh, culture, like we said about La Llorona and Mexican culture. So, um, the article, the first one I found was from, uh, nearwomanmuseum.com. Or, I'm sorry, Pioneer Woman Museum. This is from Oklahoma. Um, and another one I found was from globalvoices.org. Uh, so the first article just happens to mention that there's many variations of the story of the Dear Woman, describing her um, as everything from a witch to a normal human originally. In her more uh, beneficial aspects, she's associated with fertility and love, like we mentioned. But when crossed, she has a dark side. While the Jersey Devil delights in mischievous chaos, we've done an episode about that, and the Mothman serves as an omen of tragedy, we've also done an episode about that, Dear Woman operates much more directly, literally, with vengeance. Most commonly, she is depicted as the... Now, this is this is more of a take on what I was mentioning about... Um, Native American women in the relation to sexual assault. Also, if anybody knows the original story of Medusa, it kind of made me think about that mythology as well. Uh, She's commonly depicted as the mortal victim of a savage rape. Uh, Her body being found in the woods next to a sleeping deer, 
who lays down beside her so that she would not die alone. Since her attackers went unpunished, the gods, also known as the Nunahi, Nunahi, I, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, um, they grant her wishes for justice, whereby she is reborn as half human, half deer. And this, guys, she is able to lure her former tormentors out into the woods, unaware of her true nature. When they notice too late that she has hooves instead of feet, because in a lot of those, uh, and they mention this in that Masters of Horror, you only notice from the waist down that she's a deer. So a lot of men will only see how beautiful she is from the waist up, and then they never see her feet. And by the time they do, that's it. You're already dead, because there's hooves instead of feet. So um, they, they're trampled to death immediately. Uh, afterwards, she lives on, continuing to punish those who would prey upon women. So I like that. You know, um, I say go good for her. Well, <laughs> if anybody knows the actual story of Medusa, Medusa was, before she was changed into a Gorgon, was a beautiful, beautiful woman that was raped. And out of the hatred and vengeance of being raped, she turns into this gorgon and punishes men by if they stare at her they're turned into uh, stone so a lot of people don't you know it, it's just interesting enough how a woman that's assaulted out of her vengeance becomes this monster it's like hmm, okay maybe she's just pissed the fuck off <laughs> maybe it's just that like, maybe she's right? like, maybe it's wait a minute I would like to just become a monster to get... Revenge. I would kind of like to throw it out there that I would secretly either like to be a warrior mermaid or a deer woman. So if we could like make either one of those things happen. I'd kind of like to be a deer woman. That way I could have the hooves, but I'd be in the forest. More. Oh, yeah. I'd okay. like to be in the forest. More Oceans than the are than the not... Sheep. Than the sea. Oceans are not doing well. Um, like... I mean, I'm fine with being in the she. <laughs> in the she shed. By the seashore. Um, Does Sally sell seashells by the seashore? Um, so the next article mentions that Native women across North America, uh, so this is just to give some statistics, um, like I mentioned before, they're disproportionately vulnerable to violence. Uh, according to the U.S.-based Indian Law Resource Center, one in three Native women will be raped in their lifetime, Jesus. three in five will be physically assaulted. Native women are more than twice as likely to be stalked than other women, and even worse, Native women are being murdered at a rate ten times the national average. The statistics are stark, as is the silence that too often surrounds issues affecting Native women. This is another reason why I really wanted to talk about this, to bring awareness. Um, in some response, Native women artists and writers are working to put faces to these numbers. Uh, this is a book I mentioned. It's an anthology series called Dear Woman... Dear Woman, D-E-E-R. -E it's a collection of illustrated stories that deal with violence and pay homage to the strength and resilience of Native women. The, real, the original idea behind the anthology was born out of the success of the artist and writer Elizabeth La Pencia's comic, Dear Woman, A Vignette, which was published in 2015 by the Native Realities Press. It features a female survivor of sexual assault transforming into a superhero-like Dear Woman taking on would-be attackers. Although a comic, the images it contains can be quite disturbing as they expose a dark reality that affects women in Native communities. 
The comic also includes self-defense techniques from Arming Sisters Reawakening Warriors, which is an organization that promotes self-empowerment and defense tools for healing. According to Native Realities Press founder Lee Francis, the digital copy of the comic is available on their website. Um, yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand how disproportionately more Native women are attacked and assaulted. Um, that's why I'm highly against any type of misappropriation or cultural appropriation of anything native. I don't care if you are not native, there is absolutely no reason why you need to be wearing a feather in your hair, a headdress, dressing up as Pocahontas for Halloween or a costume party and thinking it's funny. It's not funny. These sexy Indian costumes make me sick. That portrayal of a sexy, uh, submissive Indian woman is exactly what fuels these assaults. And, um, yeah, it just needs to stop. It's not funny. It's not cute. Uh, these women, they're, they're just like any other woman and they need to be respected. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving that this mythology of the dear woman is actually giving native women more strength now instead of looking at her as some monster she's almost kind of gotten this rebirth amongst native women like mm -mm, nope she's not a monster she's a badass and she will fuck you up it's like, like a superhero story in a way yeah know? i love it i mean it's like this resurgence of something that was supposed to be terrifying that would attack you has now taken a life on its own for these native women that are some of them living in nightmares, you know, and um, I'm smelling they're able movie. to find strength through her. So, um, yeah, we could do this right. Come on now. It would <laughs> have to be made by Native American people. And, and Native, we could, we, we know there's Native actors and directors. We could get somebody on this. Yes. I am so we for get, that. We could get some money on this. I am so this. for we that. Can, we can make this happen. So again, that's why we like talking about the, these kind of things and bringing awareness to these type of things. Because even though a lot of people may, may not be, or even may be aware of the mythology, they just may not be aware of the statistics and how um, much this character has now taken on a, a completely different archetype, which I'm all for. I'm loving it. So I'm going to read to you guys what Lakota wrote um, for what, how, like, basically she was raised about the deer family, or the deer family, <laughs> the deer woman. And um, she is, like I said, she is part Iroquois. Um, she wrote quite a bit, so I'm excited to see what she said. Um, and again, thank you, Lakota, for sharing this for real. Dear woman, dear woman is well known in my Iroquois family. I come from the deer clan and the paint clan, and my name is Unigawi, meaning white deer. The deer is not only a common animal in our hunting grounds here in the Midwest and the eastern states, but also a symbol of many things like purity, pride, protection, and grace. Dear woman to me has always stood for very good things. She's protective to our women, children, and means a lot to family. She is much like the deity Cocopelli. Uh, she stands for fertility and is much like Aphrodite. She doesn't take kind to men who abuse women and children and can be very vengeful towards those who don't live by her standards. 
When she chooses to appear to, so to appear to someone, it could mean different things, depending on your path you've chosen, either a great transition in your life or even a warning of what's to come. She's known to lure hateful men to their deaths like a siren. I love reading this and knowing it's not like I didn't, you know, I always, it's just nice to see how exact it is, you know, on other websites and other articles yeah. and stuff like that. The great thing about Wikipedia is that where the sources are cited, you're able to double check and make sure that those are from qualified sources. So it's good to know that those sources that wrote that Wikipedia page are actually, yeah, they're, they're spot backed on. up. They're spot yeah. on, yeah. Uh, despite that, she's really seen as a respectable figure and it's honored due to the blessing she provides. Women are very much respected and are often looked to for decision-making when it comes to the village. Men are our providers and protectors and who we call two-spirited people are absolutely respected because these people are the ones who identify with both responsibilities and are looked to as the ones on a special mission for this world to guide us where we need help most in our roles in this life as man or woman. Since our women are life-bringing nurturers, this deity is looked to as significant guidance in our lives. Often when we see a deer or even a family of deer, usually a doe with its fawns, it's a very good thing, meaning there's a bond in your family. Either yourself or someone you're close to is expecting, or even a break in your family could be repaired and rekindled. I want to add that a lot of people tend to think natives believe in several gods like Greek mythology, but actually it's a little different. We believe there are deities and watchful guardians on our earth and spirit realm, but there's only one creator we come from. Each of us, including these deities, are equal as we all come from the same place. We are all in charge of taking care of our surroundings and everything is balanced. These guardians are just focused on keeping that balance as messengers from our creator, much like Christians describe angels in the Bible. They can appear scary, but the only thing that should be feared is our reflections. That was amazing. She wrote that in 15 minutes. Because <laughs> I was like, because she was like, Oh, you guys are doing Dear Woman? And I'm like, do you want to write something? And she goes, hold on. And then in like 15, 20 minutes later, she goes, I want you to know I'm writing this, but I'm just going through and making sure this is grammatically correct because all of my ideas are just spewing out of my head, like <laughs> just coming out that like word vomit. That was really, really, really cool. That was cool. But she, what's really cool is that Lakota is actually used to be a teacher. Like, she used to be, like, a teacher with stuff like that. Like, people would come to her and talk to her about, like, Native American lore and um, teachings and culture. And she's very, very versed in it, which is really neat. Because, honestly, awesome. I kind of want to sit down with her and pick her brain for a while and just be like, tell me everything. <laughs> Let's get a cup of coffee and you can tell me everything. So, she's a very, very, very sweet person. Her and her boyfriend both. I love them both. Um, so it was very cool of her to, to do that. So thank you. Thank you again, Lakota, for that. That was amazing. Well, and again, coming from a woman's perspective that grew up, um, hearing about her too. Like I said, I'm, I'm all about anything that's more of an empower, empowerment to women. Um, especially from that point of view that she can be, um, a blessing or a curse really just depending right. on how like you your path of value, life and um depending on how you value her and yep. value uh oh no <laughs> oh my god that scared me so bad 
You guys, I moved I moved the computer charger charger and I oh my barely God, touched it and it so fell off and I, I about had a heart attack and flew out the window, but it's fun. Oh my god, that was really, really, really funny. We're like dead serious and I'm like So that Masters of Horror is on to be. Yes. If uh no one has seen that yet. Um the show Reservation Dogs is on Hulu. Hulu. If anybody wanted to check that out. Um Yeah, I really think like there should be a movie about this. Like there could Please be some... white people <laughs> don't listen. No. Just I'm gonna stop you right now. <laughs> I'm just white gonna... people <laughs> No. When I said there needs to be a movie I didn't say, hey, white people, go destroy this culture. <laughs> That's not what I said. Native Americans, indigenous people. That's who needs to be in it. That's who needs to make it. That's who needs to record it. That's who needs to write it. Period. Well, I mean, like we were taught, you know, like in the instance of uh, Reservation Dogs, like those are indigenous writers and indigenous actors that um make that show so we know it's possible that you can see something like this made from their perspective the, from their perspective you know and it needs to be it needs to come from their perspective because it's what they lived in their culture and their history yeah i don't I that's 100 percent theirs so let them have it that's all i'll say yeah, for sure. So it's um, Sterling Harjo is actually the one. It was him and uh, um, Tiaka Watiti that made Reservation Dogs because he's actually from uh, Sterling is actually from Oklahoma. So he wanted to film it in Oklahoma where he was from. He's a he comes from um, Muskegee Heritage, but he's a citizen of the Seminole Nation of Oklahoma. So I have heard, like, there have been so many guest stars on this show, and I have heard, like... That's really cool. So many. I've, I've heard some pretty amazing stuff about it. Like, like I said, just the fact that it's from the point of view of actual Indigenous people, and it's bringing this, you know, it's telling, it's telling the story of what it's like even now growing up on a reservation, because... You know, still not the greatest. Um, oh my god, there's a lot of comedians that guest star on the show. I have no idea. Bobby Lee and Bill Burr. Oh my god, I fucking love Bill Burr. <laughs> god damn it, Bill Burr. <laughs> he plays the basketball coach and driving instructor. Of course he does. School. That oh just seems like a perfect god. role for him. Doesn't it, though? Oh, I high that. school Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm just gonna have to watch this show. If anybody would if anybody's actually watched Reservation Dogs and wants to email us or DM us and let us know, uh please do. You know slide into our DMs. Because I would I would actually really, really like to watch it. But um no, there's serious you could make this into a horror movie. Like legitimately. You could take this concept. It's literally I spit on your grave. Please just don't fill the first 45 minutes of it with rape. That's yeah. all I ask. Can we not do that? <laughs> Can we not make it, like, ridiculously graphic? 
Do what do what that one movie did, Revenge. It's a French yeah. horror film. It's a yes. rape revenge film. You don't see her get raped. It is insinuated, but you don't see it. And not, the rest of the movie is revenge, and it is sweet. Yeah. <laughs> like, rape revenge is something that's very overdone. So why not do this? You know? Like, it's 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 very overdone. I'm kind of tired of seeing these movies, to be honest. But, you know, I would even take it as, um, you know, that one article I read, the one, the first article I read uh, about her, like, I could even see it, even if it's not an actual deer, but, like, I just think it'd be kind of cool to maybe, like, because it could be a shapeshifter, too. That would be kind of neat to maybe, like, mix it up between, like, a skinwalker and a deer woman. Like, you could do, like, a... But the problem with that is that skinwalkers are demons. Ooh, yeah. Okay. They're not good. Skinwalkers aren't even but close to good. Would it be... No, I'm almost wondering. That might still be a little too hokey. Especially with what actually have her, said to me about skinwalkers. If you actually have her shapeshift into it. Well, not even so much into a skinwalker. I just like the shapeshifting part of it. But I don't necessarily know if I like the shapeshifting into a deer. That's too skinwalkery, I think. Yeah. Especially because they usually take deer much. or wolf. Or person, usually. So... But yeah, you could definitely relate that to, uh, yeah, you could definitely have indigenous actors and indigenous people make that and turn that into a pretty solid oh, yeah. horror film. That would be very cool. Especially, and you wouldn't even necessarily have to make it rape revenge. You could take it, you could take it a totally different, I mean, I even like the idea of making it something more to the effect of like maybe raising awareness about nature or raising awareness about just reservations like just... i mean you could have a bunch of teenagers going out to the middle of the fucking woods and trashing it and then she's like oh, hold up no <laughs> and you could do a lot with it like i've even come there are some amazing artists out there that have done like renditions of a dear woman and there's like even one that i saw where it's like a beautiful woman's body but like a deer skull like that was with really the cool. antlers and like the long hair i was like that is insane you could you could do that you could do some special effects with a creature like that that would look Lakota had to Could draw. you imagine how fucked up that would be seeing something like that coming out of the woods at you? No. A fucking deer you skull and these giant antlers and a naked <laughs> I'd be like, am I turned on or am I terrified? I don't, I'm not, I'm what? Ma'am? Huh? <laughs> Ma'am? I got a question. <laughs> Are we good? I got, about, just... I got about three, actually. <laughs> Am I in trouble, or are you just passing through? Yeah, is this me, or are you... Because I did Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> is it me, Jesus? Now, Lakota said for her thing, she had to draw one. Gotcha. So she's like, I have Thanksgiving with my family on their... Probably not. I don't know if it's Thanksgiving, but she's spending time with her family on Thursday. And um, she said, she's like, I'll sneak off and find that picture for you and take a picture of it. I'll send it to you too, and I was like, I can't wait. It's awesome. That's so cool. 
You're awesome. Probably not Thanksgiving. Probably not. No. When I said that, I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. The story we were told is bullshit. <laughs> it is. Do you mean that American history has been filtered through white men? Just a day. This is just a little bit. Jesus. Just a little bit. Um, just which, a slip. Which, again, is why we wanted to... I don't even think a lot of people knew it was Native American Heritage Month. Like, I literally I just found out about it last year. Straight up I, with you, so I only terrible. found that out this year. That's yeah. terrible. I'm like, so much we're not <sighs> being taught. This is not good. So, well, what, again, it, like, it even, even the like, littlest bit that we can talk about it. You right. Know? Like, if somebody could listen to this... And go, I've never heard of Native American Heritage Month. I've never heard of a dear woman. I've, like, literally never heard of any of this. Like, if to only find out from our podcast, like, that's what I'm saying. Just to do Before you know. a little part. Just a little part. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. But Just I still, a slip. I still want a movie about this. I, I do. I want this. Happen. Dude, I want it. Lakota can write the script. <laughs> I'll be like, here, you write this. You're a great writer. You just go don't. On. Don't make it like they did. To oh, that was well. Hispanic people really didn't make that. It's true. No true. offense to James Wan in any true slight. Well, and the guy that but... directed it did a, did actually did a decent job on The Conjuring Three. Remember how worried we were? Like we were worried. <laughs> I don't think La Llorona hurt in the directing. No, it was it the writing. The You're right. It yeah. was the writing. Visually, the movie was stunning, incredible. The only but... thing I had a problem with is that La Llorona looked just like that. They yeah. they made her too much like Valak. Too much like Valak. And that I was like, all she's doing is walking around silently like Valak, and then every occasionally she screams. Like this isn't. I wish they would have made it more like you would. Like the actual legend, like you're hearing sobbing and you're like, that's what the scarier fuck than seeing it. Listen. <laughs> hearing screaming or sobbing just out of the blue, that's just scare the, the fuck original, out of me. like the original lore of being out in the dark in the woods by a river, and all of a sudden you're just here <laughs> and you're hearing like crying and screaming and sobbing. I would. Oh my Hello, God. darkness. My I would be. I would. So... S- I would simply take flight. Yes. I would just fly away. Yeah, I would. I would too. One glad morning. <laughs> I, I would just, just be gone. Just like that death. would be it. Simply <laughs> pass away. Just, just die. <laughs> like Rocket Man, I would just shoot into the fucking sky because <laughs> there's no goddamn way. That's any, like bad enough. I've seen movies like where you hear like a scream in the dark, and you're just like, okay. That in itself is terrifying. Something about, I think it's just both. Like hearing something, hearing somebody sobbing and crying when you know you should not be hearing that. A blood-curdling scream and children's laughter. Oh, no. Nope. Fuck them kids. Man, fuck that kid. I think a children's laughter is probably the, that, that one is at the top of my list, even over the screaming. To be honest with you. Well, yeah, because it can't, or like on Ghost Adventures, I always, one time they every, that time every time it's been pushed in my head that a little kid where they shouldn't be is a demonic sign, no. <laughs> That's why 
hear the screaming or the crying than a kid laughing. I'd be like, like we're, no, we're in the I'm middle of a motherfucking bar. There ain't no children supposed why, to be here. Why, are, why am I hearing a kid laughing? Okay, I'm gone. I'm done. How? What the fuck just happened? <laughs> fuck this shit out of mouth. Yeah, no, absolutely not. That's that to me has got to be at the top of my list of most terrifying. If I just heard a random now, kid laughing, would they? I don't. I think it was scariest places on earth way back in the day when Linda Blair was the fucking host. They used to show some. They did Transylvania Castle. Yeah. Now, when Ghost Adventures did Transylvania Castle, it was okay. A little too too touristy. That's the only thing about their episode I didn't like. Yeah. Is it was just a... I mean, not... Look, I still would love to go oh, there. Oh, the same. But... The um, episode of Scariest Places on Earth, they were walking to the castle. They weren't even yeah. in it yet. And you could hear yep. screaming. Nope. In the background. Done. Because they were walking and they were talking about stuff. And then all of a sudden they were like, do you hear that? And they all went silent and stopped walking. And you could just hear these screams coming from the distance. Yeah. And I'm like... I'd be like, you know what? That was a great time. But you know what? We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> I'm going to... We're done. Away from that. This place. <laughs> and there. And here. Because that, that actually scared me. Yeah. I did not care for that. I was like, those are actual screams. And they're coming from the direction of the castle. And they're... Just no, I just well, and that whole area is so war torn, and you know, like there were tortures done there. Yep. Like there's just a, it's just it's a any area like that that's already got so just war torn. If you already have that much negativity because of just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of year of just nonstop war, war. yeah. And death. And death and all of that. Yeah, it's just bad all the way around. But still. I don't know if I necessarily want to go in that cat. I just, I want to visit that. Just that whole area, that village in the countryside beautiful. is beautiful. beautiful. That is beautiful. some beautiful, beautiful parts of the country. I would love to go into the castle, but during the day. I don't yes. know if I I will be taking a daytime tour, please. I don't know if I could stay the night there. I... Around 11, 11 <laughs> Is it noon? Is the sun have l- at its highest? Have lunch after like her painting table with a human. Right? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think I could stay the night. I there. don't think I could either. Not not somewhere like that. That's the whew. that would freak me out too bad. It's scary. <laughs> I don't get scared by much, but goddamn it, <laughs> that's scary. So I was. I was looking up some stuff about Dear Woman, and apparently more recently, I'm I'm guessing it's probably fake as hell. I did not watch it prior, but apparently there's a couple of YouTube videos where people thought they saw a Dear Woman in the woods. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, right. Nah. I don't think so. It's kind of like the only Skinwalker video that actually freaked me out from people either seeing it or whatever was that one where that guy heard it. Because I literally, t- I was like, it sounds like a man screaming at the beginning, and then it goes into an elk, and then a deer. And, and I'm also, like, there's what? just a lot of, oh, guys. What if, the fuck? If you're not a nature person, and you don't 
coyotes can make crazy ass they sounds. They can. They can sound like hoops. They can hoops. sound. Yeah, they can make some wild fucking sounds. And I remember the first time. If you're not hunt hunters, let me tell you who you should really believe if they hear a sound that they don't know are hunters. Yep, they're out there all the time. Hunters. If a hunter says they hear a they heard a skinwalker or saw a bigfoot, I'm a hundred percent believing a hunter because they're gonna know. Didn't you they're play? gonna know the difference between a bear and a fucking a bear walking on two legs and a fucking because that's another thing too that a lot of people don't. If people have never seen videos of black bears walking on two legs, let me fucking tell you. They do. If I see one of them motherfuckers off in a distance in dense forest, I am immediately thinking that's a Bigfoot. Well, like, if, I would immediately, if I did not know that bears could do that <laughs> for short distances and it's in a dense forest and I saw that shit walking... 110% I would think that is a Bigfoot. And that's why I think a lot of Bigfoot sightings are bears. Well, they're big and really they're big do, and bulky. I don't they're think people know. They yes. would make, it would make well, sense. Well, and brown, brown bears do it too, not just black bears. Brown and brown bears, bears are bigger. Way bigger. And they do it too. And yeah. And Kodiak bears do it too. And What's those, that video where it's walking past ass. a bus and it's like... I mean, and this big motherfucker, it's a big ass fucking brown bear. That's why I hate, I just, I think a lot of Bigfoot sightings are actually bears, unfortunately. But if a hunter says they've seen a fucking Bigfoot, oh, 100%. They've seen a Bigfoot. I'm believing him. Didn't you play 100%. that sound for your husband, though? And he, even he was like, what it is was, that? Yeah, even he knows elk sounds pretty well. Um, and deer, for sure. And I played that for him, and he was like, okay. Starts off sound. And I thought the same thing because I've heard them before too. I got more into it later, but he definitely would know. It's like you hear an elk at first and then it sounds really human. And then all of a sudden it sounds like an elk again. Because I've heard deer in rut and that means they're in heat basically. Mm -hmm. And they do a lot of this like whoop, whoop, like a whooping. I mean, it'll it'll almost sound like a, like a gorilla too. Right. It's, so it was a combination of all of that. It sounded like a human, <laughs> a gorilla, an elk, and a deer. Like, unless somebody took all of those sounds and put it through some type of computer program and played that, okay. But it actually but, genuinely sounded like it was coming from the woods. Too. But this wasn't like, this guy was standing in a backyard and you could hear it off in a distance. So this wasn't like somebody was playing it from a digital recorder like, behind him or something you heard it off in the distance and i think that's why a lot of people who probably originally heard it were like oh that's just a deer and i'm like no you gotta really i've actually heard with my own ears out in nature what a deer sounds like in the rut it didn't sound like that and i've never heard an elk i've only heard recordings but even elk recordings don't fucking sound like that it was very different and do you remember, because this is what happened, I was laying in bed looking at internet shit. It almost sounded like it was, it was, you were hearing it transition. Like it you were actually. It sounded like a human trying were, to make an elk sound. Well, it sounded like what, okay, like if they do shapeshift, it almost sounds like 
that's what it would sound like as, as it was, it was shape shifting. Shape shifting. Yes. Holy exactly. shit. As it was actually shape shifting, that would be. That's why there were like those human elements, yeah. and then it sounded. And then it more sounded like, very animalistic at the thank end. You. It was very dear by the time it that's got the, to the end. That start the longer I, the more I listened to that. That's what it started to sound like to me. Like it was actually transforming. It was actually shifting. I have into chills it, and right that's now the sound because I'm replaying it in my head. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a human. Going into well, that's a almost like even though this is a movie, if you go back to that transition scene in American Werewolf in London, yeah, you hear him screaming human, but then as he's turning more into the wolf, his sounds they sound less human and more like a wolf. Holy shit! And that's what that sounded like. I just love that I found that at like eleven o'clock, at which night, terrifies me even more because now I'm thinking about that that American Werewolf in, that or that was such a great transition the, scene and. Imagining something really transition, imagining like that same transition, but into a fucking skin. Oh. <laughs> no, I told you, as terrible as that movie was, the Monster Project, the one I told you about on Prime, as fucking awful as that movie was, one of the most incredible scenes in that movie was when the the um, indigenous guy, when the guy shape shifted into the Skinwalker. Amazing. Like, that, like, you're hearing, like, bones snapping, and, like, and I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. 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 <laughs> like, that, that was fucking incredible. Because I've always had it in my mind. It's always been kind of a mixture between American Werewolf in London and kind of, like, there's always been this idea in my head of what the bot, what a human body would actually look like if it was actually shifting into a skinwalker. And that would look... The guy just, he sounded, and it sounded a lot like that sound you made. It sounded so painful. It sounded so incredibly painful when it still sounded human. And then as it was almost full transition, it was all animal. I was hearing out of it. I was like, because you're hearing bones snapping and someone just screaming. And I'm like, well, the crazy part about it too is that. Why did this movie have to be so terrible? <laughs> It literally is like someone screaming and then it goes into the deer sound and then the very last deer sound is very drawn out. Yeah. Like, okay, you guys, go on YouTube and search Skinwalker sound and make sure you find the one where this guy is at his fence and he's talking about the fact that him and his friends saw a big creature go over the fence and that he was trying to get it on tape and he's talking about it. And he's You can tell he's nervous because of the way he's talking. And then it just happens. And also, if you've never <clears throat> heard, after you listen to that, look up, like, elk in heat or deer in rut. Listen to that and then go back and listen to it again. And you'll get exact, like, if any of you don't are not familiar to what that an elk or a deer sounds like, after you listen to that sound, Find those sounds on YouTube and then go back and listen to it because the similarities. You'll hear the similarities, but it's not <clears throat> the same. It's not, the and that's same. exactly what they say about skinwalkers. It'll sound like an animal, but something's off, and that's exactly to a T. That's what that sounds like. It sounds like an elk deer, but something is weird about it. So I'm still on the like I. <clears throat> oh my god, my fucking throat! I'm I, sorry. I want to see one, and I don't. No. A skinwalker? I don't. Not no. a skinwalker, no. Wendigo, 
no. <laughs> Bigfoot, I'm like, yes. I'm like, also, Bigfoot, yes. Dear woman, yes. Dear woman, yes, because Dear I'm woman, in a great place in my life much, right yes. now, and I would Same. love to see her. Me too. I'd be like, hey, we girl, what's up? Be besties. <laughs> That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. We'd and then make, she comes we'd be in. We'd making TikToks and shit. We'd be making our TikToks. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, a deer woman I'd love to see. Deer I would, woman, yes. I Wendigo, would never... Skinwalker, no. Big those deer woman, those yes. are mean and assholes. They are and scary. scary. Like I believe in And again, way. we're in good places in our lives, so we don't need no demons. We <laughs> need good stuff. So I'ma need okay. you to not Yeah. No. Hit me with that hey, no. how you doing? Let me whisper in your ear shit. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> I will sick Chucky on you. I'll be like Michael screaming in Toby's face. No! No, God, no! <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. We watched a lot of Office over the weekend. so You guys, there's two episodes left of Chucky. One tomorrow. The last one is next week. So, <clears throat> according to Fiona Doroth, the last episode is going to be batshit crazy. Can and that is exactly how she said it. Sci-fi, please. Please. We need a second season of this show. I'm, I, Don's gonna do it. I, like, I feel need like this. We need you to make this happen. We need you to greenlight it because here's what's about to happen. Sci-fi. This is about to become my favorite horror series. Same. And saying that over Bates, because I already of how voted much I fucking it love as my Bates. Guys, I already voted it as my favorite, and it's not even done yet. Oh, it's gonna be. So I... this needs to be. <laughs> It's gonna. We be. need to keep this going. Keep it going. Keep it's it going. so much. It's incredible as a series. <clears throat> like it's so incredible as a series. It, it. You're definitely seeing where you can take something like this, and ultimately, I'm. We're gonna see other franchises follow in the in these footsteps. <clears throat> I, I can. I could see it happen. Did you know? Not that... even necessarily horror, but I could see other franchises following in this footstep because TV is the is the way to do it. And Did you know so that many streaming platforms? Oh my it's god! Just, it's too. Someone will pick up to, something. It's too easy to make it happen. Technically, The Exorcist did it first. Yeah. Technically, I'm still mad that got canceled. <laughs> um, Chucky is the second highest rated series right now. Squid Game is the only one beating it. Which, get, don't get me started on Squid Game. I'll it's literally a Japanese it. Hunger Games. I'll probably watch it. Um, I or feel Chinese, like, or Korean. I, is it it's Korean? Korean. It's, it's Korean. Korean. It's Korean. I apologize. Korean. I might, I might as well go ahead and watch it now because literally every podcast I've listened to has already ruined it. So Oh I know what happened too. Um, I I might as well just watch like, it happen. I'm like, I might as well just Um It does deal I mean I get it though, like it is a Hunger Games, but it's not like it is I, like it, it is with, but it isn't. It deals with class systems, which wait, Hunger Games did too, sorry. Um <laughs> and they also give a money a big giant money prize to the winner, Hunger Games. Yeah, but it is different. It is actually different. Again, why we don't need an American version of Squid Game. They're not trying to kill each other. They're trying to win a game. And if they lose, then... So, it is different. But yeah, I feel like at this point, everybody's ruined it. So, I might as well just... <laughs> People die. Oh, darn! Spoiler alert! 
There's a lot of death. Yeah. A lot. I'm loving them tracksuits, though. Can we talk about that? Oh my God, they're so cool. Because I saw a lot of people dress up like that for Halloween, and I'm like, I just want one of those tracksuits. They're nice. Period. Can we bring back tracksuits? Because they were really comfortable. I'm sorry. Now I can't get that song Did they ever go away, or did people just stop wearing them? I don't think they ever went away. I think people just stopped wearing them. Out in public. <laughs> Yes. I would wear them out in public again. I don't fucking care. I would. Apparently, like, everything early 2000s is coming back. I'm also loving how these um, TikToks are also attacking the fuck out of me, where they're playing these songs, and they're like, yeah, just back in the 2004, dancing to Nelly, not knowing this song was about a drive-by shooting, and no, the fuck I didn't. What song? No. Been going down, down, baby. Yo, street in a Range Rover, street sweeper, baby. Cop ready to. La that is a drive-by shooting. So I was all of like fifteen. Bitch, I sang that song like I owned the fucking thing. Thank you. What? They're passing blunts doing a drive-by. Your stomach just went. <laughs> then again, he did put shimmy shimmy cocoa pop in the in the chorus, so that kind of like we was kids. I didn't. I didn't know, know what that meant. I didn't know. I didn't know what a lot of things meant. I was fucking going. Uh, but there are y'all know who I'm talking about. There's certain people on. There's like one white girl. There's another guy. There's certain people. There's black guy that's doing it too. There's certain people on TikTok that are like pointing out lyrics, and I'm like. There are some songs that I listened to as a kid about straight up fucking licking pussy and I was singing it and I didn't know it was about that. Semi-charm kind of life is about meth. I still I really love that song. Get me through this. Semi-charm kind of life. Baby, baby. I mean, I don't want meth, but I still really love that song. Well, I mean, you got the fucking, what's the Mayday, Mayday Parade song? What's that song? Um, fuck. <laughs> it's gonna drive you crazy if you don't. Uh, Mayday Parade song about drugs. Mayday Parade. I love Mayday Parade. Sorry actually. for anyone that's screaming at their... Right, like, I know what is. it is! Um... It's not, I think there's been a lot of songs like that, though. Maybe it's not Mayday the, Parade. I, I thought there was one. Maybe that's why it doesn't sound. Maybe that's why it doesn't I don't sound know. There, it, but anyway, there's been a lot of songs that are about drugs that we didn't know about. Or sex or anything that like we literally didn't know. Can we talk about uh, Lips of an Angel? Um, I was a child. Listen, Lips of an Angel is such an amazing song. And I still think it's an amazing song. And now when I listen to it, I'm like, wow, he was cheating. And I was like, yes. Yep. You talked to her on the phone. Nope. <laughs> that song's about cheating. It totally is. That whole song. <laughs> and I was like, it's really good to hear your voice. <laughs> I knew that like a while ago, though. And I think it was one of those things like going back and listen, like actually listening. And like, yeah. <laughs> kind of like the modern song where the guy's like, I, uh, oh no, honey, I'm good. I probably have, should, uh, I probably, I want another, but I probably should not. I've got somebody at home and if I stay, I might not leave alone. 
I'm like, that is a shitty ass dude. I'm like, you're terrible. What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) He's literally saying, if I have another drink, I'm going to cheat on my girlfriend. Like, just saying. Just letting everybody know. And everyone's like, oh, no. I don't know. I don't know how to control myself. So I can't eat my dick in my pants. (laughs) Just one drink. It might slip out. Just one more. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Whoop, it oh, is. God. Anyway, no, Jesus fucking Christ, awful. what is happening? Um, this is where we need Dear Woman. <clears throat> this is that in that instance, this is where we need Dear Woman for that guy. We need Dear Woman. We need like immediately. I need Dear Woman to be a legit superhero. I do <laughs> like this is amazing. <laughs> Make like, that comic book into a movie. Do Let's it. Let's get that going. Let's do that. Like a she's a fucking vigilante killer. I love it. It's literally Bat... Come on, you've got Batman and Dear Woman. Please. Okay. But please, DC, don't... Don't. No! no. I didn't mean to scream that. I just... DC will ruin it. I was like, no. (laughs) DC will ruin it. Like, please. Please, no. All right, my dudes. Now that we've gotten somewhere in the way off track field. no um, um so that concludes dear woman you guys enjoyed that <laughs> that was interesting um like again like we said if this just brings a little bit of information to you guys even to bring some awareness about native american heritage month which you know we, we we try to educate here at dfwto when we can we do our best yeah and thanks again lakota for putting your input in yes we super thank appreciate you, you very much I really appreciate that a lot. I will let Becky um, announce what our next week is. And next week, it will be back on Wednesday, just to let you guys know. Yes, we will be back on Wednesdays uh, with a really great interview um, with Danielle. She is a video creator on YouTube, and her YouTube channel is called Radio Scary 66.6. Um or scary ghost stories. She is out of the UK. Um, I came across her YouTube channel earlier this year and it is really, really awesome. She's got some great YouTube videos out there about black eyed kids, about black eyed children. Um, just, just about really a lot, just some creepy, creepy, creepy ghost stories, especially stuff to watch right before you go to bed at night. You know, I mean, as you would, creepy ghost stories. I mean, in all reality, perfect bedtime stories, right? Um, I used haunted to fall places. Like it's a really cool uh, YouTube channel, so you guys should definitely check it out. Um, like I said, either under Scary Ghost Stories or Radio Scary Six Six Point Six. But we are going to have her on next week for a really great interview. Um, really excited. Really I'm excited, excited to, too to interview a YouTuber. I know this cool. is this is a first. This is a DFWTO first. first. We're getting up there. We're interviewing YouTubers now. I know. What the fuck? No, we need is a tic tacker. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, hey, call me Chris. You can. I mean, I'm just saying. You can come. Just saying. On this podcast, podcast. right? <laughs> Anytime you want. What she said. Podcast or just me? Anyway, um, okay, guys. So we're moving on from that. God, I have the biggest fucking crush on her. I Who cannot. Doesn't. <sighs> um, doesn't. I really don't know if anybody. I mean, you like literally on TikToks are talking about Chris sexuals now. Like it's. I mean, I don't know. She yeah. decided to break up with her boyfriend, 
and became single and yeah. was like, I'm going to make thirst traps. And now exactly. we're all like, the little, the girl who used to do her tiny hands, her little hands, is now making thirst traps where we're Yo, all just. we always thought she was hot. Come on. I mean, I did. I've always thought she was hot because she was really funny. I've always thought she was really funny. Humor is hot. Especially when she did <laughs> what it's like to have a toddler. I, I swear. Those are still some of my favorite videos. Those and the ones where she does about the siblings. Dead. Anyway. So, guys, make sure to come back next week. Next week, we will we will, we will be back on Wednesday. Of course, you know we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at DFWTO Podcast. Handle is DFWTO8811. We have an email. If you would like to send us an email just to say hey or whatnot, it's DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. And we are on all major podcast platforms. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I almost said Spotamine. That's a new one. Spotamine and Podfy. (laughs) Podbean and Spotify. I'll add the, uh, don't fuck with the original. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. Duh. You guys have a great time with your family this week. Yeah. If you guys do hang out with your family this week, eat everything. There's really nothing else to say. Or if not, you know, just buy a turkey and cook it yourself. Or just, just eat that bitch. Listen, like, this is what you do. If you if you're not if you're kind of chilling by yourself this Thanksgiving holiday season, whatever you want to call it, because don't get me on this fucking <laughs> both of us. <laughs> this and week, Happy Native American Heritage Month. Happy Native Heritage. What? I got so excited. I was like, Harry, Harry. You're Harry. like, ah, wait, wait. Happy Native American Heritage Month. Also. If you're kind of chilling, you're laying low, and you're not really going to hang out with family, just watch Thanks Killing. And watch and Thanks Killing. Watch, watch Thanks Killing. Adam's Family Values. Watch Adam's Family Values and um, watch Pilgrim. Watch Pilgrim. <laughs> Fucked there's, up. There's your assignments. There's your yep. <laughs> Even if you're hanging out with family, watch Pilgrim yeah, with but your that, family. That's it's a wonderful holiday. It's a great film. Fam- great family film. Great family film for for the Thanksgiving holiday. For, especially really for is. the family. For the whole family. The whole family. Grandma and Pop Pop will love it. Hey, Pop Pop. <laughs> I love that the, the car was like. <laughs> All right, my dudes. We will see you next week. Have a great week, and remember. Don't, Don't fuck, fuck with, with the original. original. Okay, bye. The cadence.